Hi, I'm Rhonda Richardson and I'm happy to be here today with you. The session is Creativity, it's contagious, so pass it on. Uh, but is it Patricia? Yes. Do you, oh, thank you, I was just going to close the door. Thanks. Anybody can go out and in, that doesn't bother me at all. So if you need to take a phone call, feel free to walk out and come back in, it won't bother me. I just like the door closed so that other, we don't bother others. And uh, Did everybody get one of the handouts? Okay, so what I'm going to do, everybody, is when we have extra handouts, I'm going to put them over here. So everybody on this side, if somebody comes in late, if you'll just point them over, point them over to here. Okay. If you remember one thing today about creativity, I want you to remember the fact that we are all born creative. Every baby is born creative. They explore, they discover, they problem solve, they are excited about learning and figuring things out. Right now, we have a creativity crisis in the United States. There's a, such a focus on testing that children are having a hard time thinking outside the box. Now think about our world today and what we're leaving them and think about the mismatch in how they're going to solve the problems that we're leaving them. I'm excited because I believe you are the teachers and the directors that are going to make a difference. These children you are teaching right now are the ones that I believe are going to change the world into more of an equal place, one where diversity is celebrated and that, that we take care of the earth. And we're all multilingual. So you are very definitely the most important person in the world to me right now. Some people have a negative opinion about what's going to happen. I'm excited because I believe you all are the ones that can do this. Why do we want them to be creative? It's because when somebody is creative, they have more self-confidence. They do not worry about what people think when they start dancing in the rain. I know because I do it now. I didn't eight years ago. I was told I was going to be teaching the creativity class at Sam Houston State University. And I went, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm not creative. And so, of course, I get excited about anything I'm going to learn. And so I went in full blast and um, turned out that it actually changed my life for the better because it actually, you, you just feel so much more excited about life when you see the possibilities that are out there. When we help our children keep their creativity, because they are born with it, what happens is we increase their chances, their skill, and their confidence in meeting the challenges of a rapidly changing world. We need them. What I'd like you to do right now, we're going to do a morning commitment, and it's not on your handout. But you can just 
decide if you will do it with me. Um, what I like to say, and I do this with children too, is that in our room right here, we're a learning community. So I'd like us to agree to be safe with our body and our words because we're going to do some moving. So we have to be safe. And we're going to be doing some answering, some questions. And we might get it wrong. And that's actually good. Mistakes are stepping stones to success. We need to start celebrating our mistakes because we are risking it. You don't learn anything if you don't take a chance. You stay right where you are. So we need to celebrate the mistakes in here that people are making because guess what? They're critically thinking and they're trying. Let's do it, okay? The other thing is we do need to take care of our environment, so let's be sure to take care of our classroom here. This is a safe zone. You do not have to do anything you don't want to do. Of course, I'd love you to do everything, but if you feel like it's not something that you would like to do, you have every right not to do that, and we're still going to like you. How about that? And respect you. Well, I am, and I'm hoping everybody that makes this commitment will too, because we're going to be safe with our body and words. So if you agree with that, I'm going to say go in just a minute, and we're going to go... I will, if you agree, okay? Who will agree to be safe with our body and words and take care of our classroom? Go. I will. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now it is come to circle time. So what I'd like you to do is we have plenty of room in here. Don't worry, never fear. I'd like everybody to get up, and we're going to make a big circle around the classroom. We're going to start with a greeting song. I don't have the words for you as a handout, but if you want these words later, all you have to do is email me and I'll send them to you. All right, so it's a, a good morning song. Well, I'm glad it's the morning because I sometimes do this in the afternoon. What, what we do, good morning, buenos dias, what's up? And what this song says is, Good morning, Buenos Dias. What's up? It's a great day. I'm thankful to be with you, and I'm happy that I feel this way. All of these are good little brain messages. If you were in some of the other sessions, these are good brain messages. Um, first, they're going to ask us. You find somebody near you, and you shake a hand. The next time, we're going to we're going to do this: a little bump fist, like that, not like this. <laughs> And then the last one is a butterfly, and the butterfly goes like this. We connect thumbs, and we go up. I see some people have done it, and down. So uh, just enjoy it. If you mess up the words, you won't be the first one because I will. Okay, I, I always do. I get excited. All right, here we go. You may switch partners, try somebody else, or you may just stay where you are. Would you hand me the round speaker, Angelica? Thank you. All this technology? How about that? I know, and I'm having to learn it. How, yeah. I had to force myself. All right, this is Austin. Here it goes. I know we're in Houston, but it's what I have it under. I'm going to turn it up a little bit. Something fun we can do when we meet. 
Silly some are proper ways to greet. Your right hand. Shake them, look them in the eye. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Do a silly old proper sideways. Hi. Good morning. Buenos dias. What's up? It's a great with you. Good morning. Buenos dias. What's up? I'm happy to feel this way. Feel this way. Feel this way. Okay. You okay, Marilyn? I'm okay. Fun we can do when we meet. Some are silly. Some are proper ways to greet. Add a friend. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi, Brandy. Hello. Hi. Proper sideways. Hi. Good morning. Buenos dias. What's up? It's a great day. I'm thankful to be with you. Good morning. Buenos dias. What's up? I'm happy to feel this way. Feel this way. Can I get in here? I'm right in front of you. Excuse me. Something fun we can do when we meet. Silly, some are proper ways to greet. Now, go ahead. You'll do it too. Oh, I don't know if I can do it that way. <laughs> Rub and do the butterfly. Yay, yay. From side to side. Good morning. And here are my ones that know it. Yay. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Buenos dias. Hi. What's up? It's a great day. I'm thankful to be with you. Good morning. Buenos dias. What's up? I'm happy to feel this way. Feel this way. Feel this way. Now two claps. All right, don't move. Yeah, we have another one. It's called Move and Freeze. It is a stop and start. Come on, move and freeze. Come on, move and freeze. Come on, move and freeze. Move and freeze. Come on, move and freeze. Can I get in here? Now, chance. Moving, keep on switching. Say freeze. Move and freeze. Move. Move and freeze. Move and freeze. Shoulder, one hand cross your back. I can't jump, so I have to just march. Or I can... Shoulder. Just be... Just like Jack. Now, if you can't jump, don't worry. 
There's a reason I'm wearing tennis shoes. <laughs> you know, kids would be just jumping and freeze. Jump and freeze. Now we're going to shake. Body to your feet. Stop shaking the beat. To the east, shake it to the west. Shake it. I don't know what is what. Shake and freeze. Shake and freeze. Shake and freeze. Shake. Freeze. Up. We're going to buzz like a bee if you want. Buzz. If you don't want to, don't do it. Don't worry, you don't have to do that one. You're done. What is peace mean? Peace means taking care of. Go ahead. What is peace mean? Peace means taking care of. What is peace mean? Peace means taking care of. Sometimes this will stop when I push it. Sometimes it doesn't. It just goes, I want to sing. All right. Now. You are ready. You had a just you just had a brain smart start. Okay? Then let me tell you why I do this. Um, it was very hard to get started to do this, right? Because I'm up here. Um, I realized after I read all of the research about the brain how important it was to prepare people to start learning from little ones to Grown-ups. I won't say big ones because we're not big. <laughs> there is a reason for every song I choose. The reason I chose that one is because we connected. When you connect with others, you look at them in the eye, you touch, shake hands, and you smile. That's a connection. When we touch, that's a connection. When we touch babies on the face, that builds connections right there. So uh, our neural connections. So when we connect with others, like we do in church, like we do when we go to the reunion, like we, when we see each other, we connect when people first come. And that's important for our biology, our health, and our learning. Greet each other daily, especially if you're not in a good mood, but I'm going to teach you how to get in a good mood. It helps your immune system and wires your brain for impulse control. So, would you like your children to have impulse control in your classrooms? Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons we do this. We're connecting, right? When we connect, we feel set, loved, right? Okay. 
This one, stop and go songs, stimulate the frontal lobes of our brains because I need you to get some work done today. The frontal lobes allow us to set and achieve goals and have impulse control and empathy for others, which helps. Move and freeze helps you achieve. So what you just did was you prepared yourself, even though you didn't want to at the beginning, right? I know. You didn't want to at the beginning, but guess what? Now, we don't know. This is the CD that I got them off. Um, and I do some handouts, but I don't do, I, I don't mind sending you anything after. So if you will let me know what you want, I will send it to you. Um, that's why I do the door prize cards. So I can, once we start going through this, you might say, oh, Rhonda, I want this. Could you send us that copy of that song? I'll be glad to do that. Um, you just have had to have checked yes on that. And I don't send you any other emails. I'm not a trainer that just bombards you. So I should have written that a different way. The people that I have, <laughs> y'all are worried that I was going to have this list and just send it out, right? Uh, yeah, so you can change yours if you want to. Well, you just won't win a door prize. No, I'm kidding. Huh? No. Um, I don't have time to do that. <laughs> I, ha I did send one email out to all my, all my people because um, I had resources on, her, on the hurricane to help young children. And that's the only time I've sent a blanket thing out. I just felt like we all needed that. And zero to three sent it to me um, as an organization member. So I just went, oh, this is great. This is so timely. So I sent it out to my, my email list. But other than that, I don't do that. So don't worry, you can always change, you can always write your name on a piece of paper or something and tell me you want the emails. Um, our goals today, first, we need to learn what creativity is and is not. We need to explore ways to support creativity in young children, and we need to discuss your role in the creative process. What is your role? Okay. First, I want you to do a personal reflection on your handout, this is on your handout. What does the word, and there's no wrong or right answers. I just want you to think about, okay, I'm coming to this session. What do I think creativity is right now? Before you, some of you may be really experts on it, but I wasn't when I started. So just jot something down for your eyes only. Okay, I'm going to show you this if it works. And if it doesn't work, I'm okay with that. All right? It just, we're going to, if, if it works, great. If it doesn't work, we're not going to worry about it because we only have an hour and 15 minutes. Come on. You just come right. It won't bother me at all. No, no, no problem. Um, this is, and I just love this video, but at first I wasn't sure about it because it's a little bit, um, I think the guy's name is Josh. He's creative in how he does this video. So listen to this and just see what you think about it. Let's see, I have to do it this way. Nope, okay. Let's see. It does this so many times I'm used to it. Come on. 
Okay, so what he was going to say is maybe, oh, I know what I have to do. I have to do this. You can tell I'm a technology expert. <laughs> I really am, man. Oh, here it comes. And it talks, it's, it's, he's telling us about creativity. Quick time, not available. That's what I was telling Carlos out there. I wasn't. He talks about flow, how everybody, what happens, our brains are very predictable. And they like to work in a pattern. Well, when we're creative, there are two things that happen when you're creative. I wish I had a, a board. Um, when you're creative, you have to have organization to understand the problem, but you have to go through chaos to get to a creative solution. And that chaos is what bugs some people. They can't work through the chaos. So they just give up, right? Okay, so one of the things that helps you become creative is to invent songs. I want to tell you a little bit more about this later. Um, and it's really interesting that it really works, but let's say you're about to go on a field trip and you're going to go see the oak trees in a forest and you need a song about oak trees or a song about the field trip. So instead of looking online, you just make one up. You use a tune that is already in place. Some of you do this all the time. Who does this all the time? Okay, you all are actually naturally more creative. Yeah, there are some really more creative people and you all may be that, which is wonderful or maybe very musical, which is good. And we can all improve in all these areas. But I never did because I was a little afraid to take that risk. But those that aren't afraid, it's just really amazing. Once you start thinking of these songs, it's hard the first time. I even have people who I, I give everybody something to, uh, to write with, and they work in teams, right? And some people just find a song that nobody's heard before, and they just use it. Because they don't want to try to make up, put words to another person's song, like Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Let's do a field trip one right there. So it would be field trip, field trip. Here we come. Evening. Um, oak trees are waiting. We'll have some fun. There you go. And it's easier to do it in the group. So it's field trip, field trip. Here we come. Oak trees are waiting. We're going to have some fun. We'll have fun. Wow. And then you just keep going. But some people get really worried about the product. And they choose something like um, something that is uh, wash, wash, wash our hands, wash them, da-da-da, that some people haven't heard. And it's just because they just want to be safe. They just want to be safe and they want to do it right. So I want you to think of that. That's the environment they've been in. And that's the environment many of us have been in. You know, I asked out here if I could drink water in here because I didn't want to break the rules, right? Um, my daddy was a two-star general. I can guarantee you we didn't break rules in our house. So, so I know. So, uh, so that's what we have to step out of. We are used to being so safe. So for some people, it's very easy. 
For others, it's a little bit harder. So I want you to think of that when you're thinking of your children in your classroom. Okay? So what he says is creativity is a place where dreams are born. I love that too. He says creativity, it's a place where dreams are born because you've, you've gotten past the place in your brain where it's safe and you're going for it and you compose a piece of music that's different, you get an idea that's different, all of a sudden, the, the, you know, you've been working hard at it, the organization and the chaos comes together and you're in the zone, the flow. In your handout, there is, or on your handout, these are definitions of creativity. So the, see if you can... If anybody can guess, I'm going to show you the answers. I couldn't have guessed. The tendency to generate or recognize ideas. I was worried y'all would get your feelings hurt if you didn't get the right one. Alternatives and possibilities. So you have all plastic toys in your room where they punch a button, or they flip it, or they turn it, and there's one possibility. That's it. They master it, and that's it. That has a place, but we have to be very careful that that's not all we're doing. Extending beyond the present. Originality, imagination, fantasy. And dramatic play is huge, and it's wonderful for creativity. Children just, aren't, you, aren't they amazing when you go in there and in their centers, and then they tell you, you need to do this, um, I'm, you know. Um, no, I, I, you watch the baby, I'm going out here. Well, gosh, you've got to leave me your phone number. And it's, they are so, they are thinking of these things. And some, where I was, these administrators came into my, into my uh, I was in a classroom. I was actually the principal, but I was—I always got with the kids. Two, three days in the classroom, two days in my office. So the day I was in there getting to know children, we had this child who was labeled uh, mentally uh, challenged or mentally retarded, and um, he came to us and he couldn't even play. Well, this little boy was in the home center and he had his baby doll and he was saying, I'm going to go cook and in his way. And so they see me in there. Let me get my let me get Rose out. Um, they see me in there and they go, oh, so all you do is play? They didn't see how much this child had grown and how this child could play and imagine. And um, so much better, so I'm going to put Rose out, this is Rose, um, so much better for this child than teaching him on a worksheet, right? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's hard. We have constraints, but that's okay. People experience the world in novel ways. I like to, uh, the uh, analogy I like to make is, has anybody watched Friends in here? Yes. Phoebe. I want to be Phoebe. And I can't. I'm more Monica. Yeah, okay. I'm trying hard to be more like Phoebe. Like Phoebe goes, oh, I'd love to help you, but I don't want to. You know, and, and everybody goes, okay, all right. No, no problem. And then she runs in the park like this. And Rachel is so embarrassed, and she goes, how do you feel after you do it, Rachel? She goes, God, I felt great. She goes, well, yeah, 
Who cares what people think? So Phoebe is one who thinks of things in novels way. It's also problem solving. That's not on there, but I wanted to add it. Some people believe that creativity is solving a problem. This leads us to the fact that there is no right definition of creativity. It can't be defined. There's incredible definitions of it, but it can't be defined because it's creative, I guess. It's out there. To some extent, though, the words creativity and creative have become way too popular. And so I'm going to challenge you to think about, you're going to have to be critical thinkers when you hear or read the word creative. Because just because they use the word creative does not mean it is something that's creative. For example, you can use the word Montessori on a program and you don't have to be certified Montessori. There's no law, right? So you have to understand what creativity is so you don't buy things that are not, they're worthless, okay? All right. They're applied to different things like sparkling paint, like book titles, creative coloring animals. Well, this is not creative coloring. It's coloring in the lines. And this is where my best friend and I got in a little conflict. Because when these came out, I was just enraged. Okay, we're making kids follow in the rules in the little boxes, and now they're making us do it. And notice how they're not that big anymore. Have you noticed how they're on sale? They have this big display. Well, they're beautiful, aren't they? You're looking at the art. Yes, I actually bought one to show. Look at how pretty the art is, right? But that's not your art. All you're doing is picking a color. Oh, wow. So, so, you know, I don't mind. People that like this, that is great. But it is not creativity. And in reality, children should never do color sheets because they are being taught to stay in the lines, and that is not a skill they need to even worry about. Actually, what it does is it takes away the child thinking. When a child draws, the child is communicating to you. The child is communicating to us what the child feels. It's the process. The process that the child goes through in art. It is not a color sheet. Um, and there's very few children that really like them. But for some reason, we think that's a good thing to fill their time. And all we, I, I taught my own kids to just turn the sheet over. That's what I would say. Just turn the sheet over, honey. But giving kids clean paper you will keep their attention a lot longer than you will with a color sheet. I don't know what the deal is. All right, then we have Pinterest. I love Pinterest. I get all kinds of craft ideas. Love it. Okay, but it's not creativity. I'm making somebody else what somebody else made. I'm copying it, which is great. I have a wreath that I made. Never make it again. It took so long. But uh, I do have a wreath. I'm going to save it forever. Um, it was those, oh, I don't know, but it hurt my hands. Then the other thing, we have creative dance groups. Well, if these, if these children are all dance the same, I mean, all dressed the same in costumes, that's pretty much a dance group, but it's not a creative, that's what they're called, the creative dance group. Now, if they each got to go out and be creative on their own, this music speaks to me, so I'm going to do this. That's great. But chances are they do what somebody has taught them, 
and they get applause for it, and they're not supposed to make a mistake. Okay? So just understand that that is not creativity. So you decide the balance, what you, what you want. But we have, oh, and this is another one, creative groups, idea solutions. Well, I know there's this one consultant team that they are called the creative something, and I don't know if they're creative or not. I have no idea. I would have to go watch that, and it would have to be that they figure out their own, how they, you know. They're probably very good, but they're not, that's not creativity, okay? All right. So, now is when I need some help. So, I need um, 10 people that have been, that are excited to read something on a poster. So 10 people, come over here. I know you can do it. Okay, would you help me watch this? Thank you. I'll wait here. I'm just going to wait here because I know you want to help me. Yay! Woo! Get them to start. Okay, don't show them yet. Hide it. Don't show them. We're going to be the definition of creativity. So don't show them. Here you go. And we're going to, we're going to, here you go, Dawn. Hey, I still need one, two, three, four, five. Thank you. You are wonderful. Don't show them. Okay. Who else? Who else? Come on. You're, we're safe in here. Thank you. Thank you. I know you're dying to come up here. Some of you just looking down at your paper doesn't help. Okay. It does actually. Okay. Don't show them the picture yet. There you go. Put it right side up. Don't show it to them. Here you go. Ooh, I need three more. You are wonderful. Quick, hide your eyes. Do you want to do it? Oh, thank you. One more. Did you want to do it? All right. You are wonderful. I've realized that if I ask y'all, you're okay. This is it. We're going to do we have enough room over there? Because I don't want you to have to go in the front because I know you won't like that. I know. Uh, trust me. Let me grab mine. Okay. So this is our charge. This is E. Paul Torrance, and he is the father of creativity. And I love his definition the most. He's the one that, I mean, he's just so amazing to study. He's great. So E. Paul Torrance did a definition of creativity that is, has stood the test of time. It's probably everybody's favorite. So what we're going to do, you all, we're going to be uh, creative as we go, creativity is, and then we're going to read our card. You can do it any way you want. You can just stand up, creativity is, creativity is, and then you read your part loud enough for them to hear what you have because these are all his definitions of it. You ready? And if you just want to do creativity is, you can do that too. Okay. Creativity is, Veronica. Having a ball. Having a ball. I'll do that. I will sit like a ball. <laughs> Shaking hands with the future. Uh, yeah, we better hold them up too so they can see them. Okay. Wanting to know. Okay. Digging deeper. Digging deeper. 
Hold them up. Let's keep them up, y'all. Looking twice. Thank you. Yay. Take a bell. You did a great job. Yay. Woo. Okay. We can just put them right over there. Yeah, let's do a clap like that. Good. Any, cre any way you would like to do it. And I know exactly where my clicker is. Thank you. You felt better. You got up. There you go. And learning you could have read it from the back of the car. Oh, yes. I put that on for you. Okay, so that is E. Paul Torrance. What makes a person creative? There are two classrooms. One has a yellow door and one has a blue door. Now, your grandchild or child or, or little nephew or niece or somebody you know, a little neighbor, that one of them, they have a choice to go to the yellow door or the blue door. So I'm going to tell you what's happening in those classrooms. The blue door, they've just read Leo Leone, uh, Frederick, the book Leo Leone. So the teacher and the teaching assistant have gathered toilet paper tubes um, or uh, paper towel tubes, cut them the right size. They have cut eyes and Pipe cleaners and everything, ears, it's so great, it's so cute. Okay, so it's time to make these, and some of the children are having a little bit of a hard time. And the, the teaching assistant and teacher go, don't worry, I'll help you. Don't worry, I'll help you. So basically, some finish, some don't, and what they do is allow the children to go outside, and they just kind of finish them up for the children, because they have a family night coming up, and they want something to look cute at family night. The yellow door, however, they, this teacher put out finger paints for the, and they're both toddlers. These are toddler teachers. Put finger paints out for the children, and it was, you know, just, it was a, a center they could choose if they wanted to. They didn't have to. Those were that were interested. They could go to other places. They wanted to see what the children would do. Some children really wanted to do this. Others weren't maybe weren't that interested. They didn't have every child in the room do this all at the same time, right? And they had a volunteer to help so that it would not be um, chaotic, so that the children could experience it. So there's the reflection. What's the difference between the two rooms? Now in this one, if the children wanted to put something else on the finger paint paper, like if they wanted to put a feather on that that was in another area, they could. But probably toddlers wouldn't be ready for that, right? But there are other options they can do. So what is the difference between them? Did you want to say something? No? Okay. What? Process and product. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
teacher made and children made. Yes. Teacher made, children made? Because she needed that product up. Yes. 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 What are you playing? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? So that's exactly what that administrator, who was an elementary school person, I think every elementary principal should be early childhood certified, but they say that's not important. Where I was, they told me it's not important because um, <laughs> it's just pre-K. It's just pre-K-3. I'm going, oh, really? Yeah. So we have a wonderful job to do. And luckily, the children are, are exciting. And uh, we're in our own world, aren't we? Yes. That's right. So that it, you just hit that you were already, and you're already telling what we need to do. Money. We have got to. Well, no, we need to start educating families, because do they want their children to be problem solvers? Do they want their children to take risks? Do they want their their what do they want for their children? Do they want their children to be able to follow in the lines? Some do. Some do. And if they start to read earlier, is that better? Of course. Oh, man, my child is a genius at three. <laughs> at, so the research is out, and I, ha I have, if I can remember where, where I read it, it was so good. Um, I, do remember, I do remember where I read it. It was called um, Baby Talk. It was written by two psych psychologists, speech therapists, speech people. And they, they've done research that said children that start reading at three by the grade of, by third grade, they are no, there's, they're actually, they're no better, there's no difference between the children. And in fact, the children that graduate, later they followed them, the ones that read later do better. Because they're exactly, they're comprehending, they're solving problems. There's more important things. So we have a big job, don't we? And one of the ways we can do that, that, um, and I'm sure many of you, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, but we do the documentation boards. Documentation, following these children, um, especially now, is, is so easy with digital cameras. So you want to put the vocabulary they are getting right there. Now, you didn't teach this like, all right, which is this, say it, say it. no. But this is actually what you, you heard and said and experienced during that time. I didn't put these in advance. I did it while we were from what happened. This is what we did. Then you have a word wall. Uh, but here it says, we introduced glue and sand painting. This was a direct extension of last week's bakery shop project. We noticed toddlers loved pouring the colored sand and using tools to make lines in the sand with glue and without glue. So here, all of the toddlers are developing strong, fine motor skills. And here's Sienna. She does not want to touch. But guess what? 
she's kind of getting into it now, but she likes to be clean. Okay, and here is Ronnie and Jet are working side by side. Ronnie has placed his sand down before the glue. He is exploring, uh, placed his sand down before he glued. He's exploring the properties of the sand. See, he really wants to explore that sand more. So I'm allowing parents to read that and say, oh, wow, he's exploring properties? Because he really is, isn't he? That is exactly what he's doing. So this is one way to document what all the sensory uh, things that they think is just, oh, play. Also, I have something that I will send home with you. I'll pass it around. It's a... So, if you don't want a handout, don't take it. Because you won't hurt my feelings at all. Now, this one is Sensory and Art Activities for Infants and Toddlers. And it came out of an NAYC journal. So, it's called Let the Kids Get Messy. Let's Get Messy. So, you may have already had it. But I love it as a reference to see what's safe for infant and toddlers, all right? So, and there's some pink and there's some white. It's the same thing. So if you'd like to have that, I'm going to pass that. Take one and pass it. And then I'll start in the, in the back. Let's start with you. In the back, I'll take, um, I'll start this. There's a wonderful, and it's very old. There's a wonderful book that has communication for families. It's NAYC. And it says, in it, it has a lot of different sample newsletters, but it says creativity is craftless and the art, artful classroom. Now, I would make more visuals on this for many parents, but this at least tells you what you can say because creativity is craftless. All right? Here you go. Start it. Thank you. Oh, and I, I gave too many to that. Here, we'll start back here. Would you give a few more to this side? Okay, now, the other thing I want to do, thanks. So I'm going to give you all a few more here. Add that to that. Okay. I don't know if I did this very well. I'm trying to do it because nobody offered to help me. No. All right. I know. It's okay. So... The more parents and families understand, the more they're going to be with it. But it's going to take a lot because for some reason, everybody thinks that old way we did it is just fine. It's just fine. That's what they say. Well, guess what? It's not fine. We have about 50% of our children not doing well. If it was fine, all our children would be successful. Children are not successful right now, not all of them. Our goal is all children to be successful. Here it is. All right, great. Woo! Now, here is old school. The focus is the product. Look at these pictures. I didn't have to, I didn't make this up. And look here, look at this little girl looking at this. Oh, wow. Why are you writing on my paper, lady? It's amazing. And she knows she didn't do this, doesn't she? Uh huh. My little girl at three came in. She's 24 now. She came in and said, look, Mommy, I drew a wolf. And it was perfect. I said, no, you wish you drew a wolf. 
It, an adult drew that wolf. That's a wolf drawn by an adult. But I know you wish you drew a wolf. I want to see how you draw a wolf. So, and then I told my husband, why did you draw a wolf for her? Well, she asked me to, and I said, well, you don't do that. Because once you start doing that, what do they say? Would you draw me one? Yeah. And mine's not, they think theirs is not good enough. So you never draw for children. You say, I want to see a four-year-old or a two-year-old. I can draw like a 29-year-old. All right. When you do it for me, all I learn is that you do it better than I do. We have to really think about this, folks. Go ahead. See, if I had more time, we would have demonstrated that. Go ahead. It's really up to you. It's up to you, and it's up to your standards. However, th when they're motivated to learn to write their name, and they're doing enough uh, eye-hand coordination, doing all of those things, when they want to write their name, they will do it. When children want, have an internal motivation, they will learn it. If, you, if they want to learn to tie their shoe, they will. My little boy wanted to beat Greg across the street, who was two years older, in those little video games. So he asked if, he, if I could, would buy him one of those little skill books, you know. And, you know, the reading level is huge. And he probably thought I was going to say no, and I went, yes, I'll buy you. I'll buy my children books or music as long as we have the money. Did anybody ever get this? Did everybody get this? Okay, so it turns out he, he did beat Greg, and he, he read all those, all those books. Um, and he really wasn't interested in what was on at school, but he was such a higher level. Same thing. So you can do that if that's important. And, and if they ask you to show them, for sure. If they say yes. Do you have a word wall? Yes. Do you have the little pictures where they have their name on it when they come in and they put it in on, you know, that they're here today? You've got it everywhere, right? Do you end up writing, uh, you have the well-wish area or a sympathy area where you say, John's getting his tonsils out. We need to all write him, whoever wants to, need, do you want to write him a, 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 a little note that tells him we're thinking of him? So you encourage it and you have lists everywhere for that's, that's the more important thing. But if it doesn't, it certainly doesn't hurt as long as it's not online paper and they get, unless they're ready for that. So I'll tell you because my little boy started kindergarten and I, it was a bi, it would do a language and I really wanted that. Well, it wasn't developmentally appropriate. She was a second grade teacher and she came down. So Nick has to write, our last name is Trichalik. T-R-C-A-L-E-K, and uh, he could not do, I don't remember what it was, the R, and so she, as homework, he had to just keep doing R's, right, on the paper, and he said to me one night, he goes, Mommy, I don't know why, but my heart hurts, and I said, he goes, I can't make R's, and I said, when your eyes grow, by Christmas, they will have grown, because he was a young one in the class, Christy, who had just turned six, but Christy can do them all. And he said, and I said, just wait till Christmas, you'll be able to make them. 
And when I went to go talk to the principal, she says, oh, don't worry, they, they can live through this type of classroom. We've done it forever. And so sure enough, I moved him, right? I moved him. There goes my Spanish dream to have a dual language, right? That's my dream. So I figured he can learn a language later. But right now, I don't want his heart to hurt. Same thing about his coloring. He had to color a color sheet. He had to color his family. Um, I, the, the, and she, he was so excited, and he took it up, and she goes, um, you just didn't take your time on that. You need to go sit down and do it again. Well, guess what? He was so excited because he wanted to tell her those were Power Rangers. See, he was trying to tell her, this is who I am. I think it, was, it said my favorite things. That's what it was, my favorite things. And, uh, and it said my fan. So in other words, she's missing the point. So it even happens at school. And it's, 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 you know, the teacher just felt like it was important. That the earlier they start these things, the better. So that's the thing about modeling for them. If they're not ready to do those R's, you can keep going, but they're not going to be ready until their eyes grow um, better. A better thing to do is to have the easel painting out all the time and painting out with water and just doing all of these things with motor. That's a better. But never do for children and also never have a product, never have a sample. And they even teach that in college. They had to have a sample, they had to have a sample. And I'm, I'm thinking, no. Today, to inspire imagination, creativity, problem solving, and collaboration, we've got to interact with children. Here they are. We start at birth interacting. That is important. Talking to children and here and here. Look at this concentration. Okay, that concentration. What is our job, folks? This is what I'm, I'm going to show you. You may have already, you may already know this, but let's see. I need, I need two chairs right here. Who would come? Would you bring yours up, Ellen? And would, Maria, would you bring yours up and just kind of be my children? Would you be my children? So kind of face each other like this, and here you be here. They're going, oh, man, why did I sit here? I need one more. You know what? Okay, would you come? Good. Bring your chair. Now, they're playing with something. Let's see. They're playing with, I'm going to grab, I'm going to grab something. You're going to be playing with, it's easier to do this on the floor. But I'm just going to give you some things, and they would have their choice buttons. They'd have, so let's just pretend these are blocks or whatever. So they're playing, and, and I'm going to give you this handout. The important thing that you need to do as teacher is you need to find out where they are. You need to see what are they thinking, what are they, where is their brain, how is their brain working, right? So I would come up and I would use what's called soul, S-O-U-L, soul, silence, Observation, understanding, and learning. I don't go up and say, what is that, Maria? What are you doing? I'm making a tower. Okay, you're making a tower. Now, she's an adult. Let me try it over here. What did you do? It's my family. It's your family. Okay. Now, if these were children, that's it. What is it? Bridge. It's a bridge. See, she didn't mind telling me. Do you think a child who's making a bridge would wonder why I don't get it? 
In other words, I should know what the child's doing. So I have to be very careful and not say, what is it? Instead, because these are adults, they are, they are making something. They're product-oriented. Children might not be making anything. They might be feeling it, moving it around. They might be doing all kinds of things. So you don't know what they're doing. So you would want to come up and say, Maria, tell me about your work. I'm going to make the pieces fit, but they don't. So I have to figure out how to do it. So you're trying to make those pieces fit, mm -hmm. and it doesn't work, and so you're figuring out how to do it. Exactly. So, okay, did you hear me repeat? Did you hear me say, tell me about your, tell me about your work, tell me about your picture, tell me about your doodles, tell me about, tell me about it. So if you say, tell me about it, you don't interrupt their process they're going to tell you exactly what they're doing at the moment. And then I repeated what she said, and she said exactly. And if that were a real child, the child would go, oh, my gosh, she's listening to me. Yay, I'm important. Let me tell her more. So the child would say, exactly. You see, this doesn't, oh, see, now she figured it out. She figured it out. Okay, so the child would say, yes, you see, I, I did it that way with tape, and the tape just didn't work. So what you're doing is you're having them think, you're having them talk, not you. And I could have done, here, Maria, let me show you how to fix it. Okay. Here. If you put it like this, so I could just do it for her, right? And that is exactly what you don't want to do. Maria's kind of gonna, gonna, probably going to go, hey, if you can do it, then do it. I'm going to something else. Okay, because, right, right. But so, so, soul is silence, observation, understand, and listen. Now, the important thing is that if you have directors or you are a director, let them be quiet. Sometimes the minute the director comes in, we go, tell me, what is this? It's a bridge. Go ahead and say it, bridge. What color is it? What color? We studied it last week. Brown, 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 it's natural wood. Remember, we talked about wood. It's on our word wall, wood. So you have to, everybody has to be on the same page for that. You, you have to understand that when you, and I was always on their level. You always get on their level. When you go like this, what is it, Ellen? Belly button. Yeah, it's my belly button. <laughs> oh, no. My doctor said I had to. <laughs> she said, even though I'm thinking I've got to lose weight because my doctor told me, she's saying, I can see your belly button. I want to see your face. That's right, exactly. You want to see, you, you definitely want to go face to face, okay? So you always get down and let's see, what else? Tell me about your work and you never solve their problems. I could say, Maria's having trouble, like if she gets frustrated. Maria's having trouble. Could, does somebody else think they can help? Child to child. Let's say Maria goes, no, I don't want that, is really frustrated. Then you might want to help solve that problem. Because if she's getting really frustrated, then you might want to do that. You might want to say, let's try it. Let me show you one way I do it. Okay? But don't do it. Jump in right away. Thank you. Yay. All right. We are almost done. Let's see. Thank you, ladies. So I have another sheet. Oh, good. Ellen, 
Maria, would you all pass these out? And Thank you. It's easier when somebody passes them down. This handout, let me grab one and keep it. This handout tells you about soul, reminds you what to say, and it also says avoid praise. Why should I avoid praise? I know you know. Because what? That's right. That's, they're all listening. Do you like my new shoes? Yes? So Greg's going to be over there and go, do you like mine? I like everybody. You like everybody's shoes. Okay. Who has a different response to that? Do you like my shoes? Thank you for telling me. That's one. Pink is my favorite color. If that is true, that is really fine. Because if pink is your favorite color, great. All right, what if I said this? Cleo, ask me if I like your shoes. Do you like your shoes? Do you like them? Do you? Oh, yes, Cleo. You like your shoes. Isn't it exciting to have new shoes? And what if somebody has old shoes and says, but what about my shoes? Do you like your shoes? And they go, no. But they're probably going to say, yes. Aren't comfy shoes, old shoes, good too sometimes? I have a pair, thank you, of comfy shoes. So try to avoid praise. Not only will everybody want it, but what if I said this to you all? Hey, you all did a good job today. Uh-huh. You all did a good job today. Y'all are great. You are superstars. Do you believe me? Yes. You do. You do. What if I did this instead? I really like the way you took a chance. And some of you got up and held the cards even though you really were, didn't want to. That is exciting. I also like the way that everybody, even though you at first didn't want to, you got up and sang the song, Good Morning. And I think you liked it because you started moving. So I want to tell you that I appreciate that. And I also appreciate the fact, and we're not done yet, so don't get too excited. Uh, <laughs> I also appreciate the fact that you, you quieted down pretty, pretty quickly because you want to learn. That's what I feel. You don't want to miss anything. And you don't want to be rude to your peers. So that's, is that the truth? Okay, think about when I said, oh, good job, y'all are superstars. Yay. In fact, I have a sticker for everybody. Right? Mm -mm. That tells you nothing. And it's really important. And I am really good about not doing it with kids. I used to say, thank you so much. I used to write them a little note as a principal. Thank you for the picture. It is beautiful. Love, Dr. Richardson. That's what I would do, right? And I would think, oh, God, you are good. You, you take time to write a note to these children. Well, then I realized when I started getting more training that that was nothing. I was giving the same note to everybody. So the important thing to do is <clears throat> say exactly. If your favorite color is pink, you can say that. However, you're going to have somebody else say, but my favorite is green. 
No, that's okay. But you want to look at the work and you want to tell exactly why you like it. Really. And sometimes it's hard. But you might, I know, you might want to say, I like the way you glued the crepe paper on the top. What's happening is it's, um, what is it? It's not bleeding. I don't want to say bleeding. It's, it's melding. It's, it's neat. It's neatly placed. It's neatly placed. Or you could say, that what I mean is it's making it different colors. It's blending together and making it different colors. That's real. Now, if they like to be neat, then yes, you can say, you worked hard on that. Look how you put everyone in order. That, that is important to you. That will serve you well. So, yes, that, that, all of that is good. Okay? Any questions on, the, on that? Okay. Focus on the... And we just did this. Why don't some teachers allow for infants and toddlers to use the creative process? Is that the best... I will tell you that I had one person in all my trainings, she's changed now, but three years ago when I started consulting, she goes, well, I just think you're not, um, children should not get messy like this. this. You are disrespecting the child. And she said, I'm a Montessori trained person, and I didn't think. So I said, you know, I need to look into that. I appreciate your honesty, and I need to look into it. Now she's changed 100%. I went back to there and did another session with them three years later, and she came immediately up to me and said, Hi, Rhonda. How are you? She was a little embarrassed because she realizes it's sensory. They need to get into that, but she was wonderful. It's okay to disagree. What happens is frequently teachers do not give babies the autonomous opportunity to explore. Why? Because they feel the need to show a baby how to use it. They feel they are not supporting babies unless they are interacting with them. So they intervene and frequently take over the play or the exploration. So I'm showing this to you to just start thinking. It makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense. You're supposed to be teaching them. So um, you, you have to understand that they learn by doing. No one else can have experiences for the child. They must experience it for themselves. To truly learn it. Um, oh, I was just going to ask you to look over your handouts. Are there any, anything, that you, anything that you liked on the handouts that you want to point out to others? I know you don't have time. But I want you to know that those are to go, to go back. If you don't know what they entail, uh, what's on them, you may never go back to them. Is there anything that caught your eye that you want to share? Nothing. The illustrate, okay, good. And these are actual, thank you. She likes the book illustrations. These are good create, creativity book. Thank you, books to use. Those are good resources. Excellent. No, nobody else? Yes, thank you. Even for a grown-up. That's right. <laughs> I know. Uh, tell me about your, uh, your dish that you just cooked instead of what is it? What is it? Uh, this is the other thing that you have to be very careful with on creativity. I can't draw. I hear this all the time. And now that I teach creativity, I go, oh, yes, you can. 
And then they look at me like, I don't even know you, lady. Who are you? Um, and I, I go, you can't draw like an artist, but you can draw. So what we need to do is, if a child hears their favorite person in the world can't draw, can't sing, can't dance, what do you think they're going to think? That they can't. You are their most important person. So what you can say is, you know, I, I, I can't carry a tune, but I, I, so I can't ever be on Rockstar. But I love to sing. I love it. So, you know, I'm going to tell you, when I started learning how to just sing in front of people, my husband came out, and we've been married 27 years, and said, you know, Rhonda, you really can't carry a tune. <laughs> and I said, well, guess what? I may not be able to sing like the people on TV, but I can carry a tune, and I love to sing. And guess what? I'm about to start dancing. So you decide, honey. And then I talked to him a little bit more about it, and I said, because he doesn't think he can sing. So he was trying to protect me from embarrassing myself, right? He wasn't being mean, but now he's starting to sing more and dance more. Learn to be a, how you can become more creative, folks, is learn to be a child again. Look at those wonderful children. When you're shopping in Walmart, which we all hate, you're grocery shopping, watch kids around you. They're going, hey. And then, uh, now they sometimes go, oh, I want this. That's what you have to, that's, that's different. But rediscover your playful spirit and let it bloom. What? Do this. Let it in. Hey, yes. Yes. Okay. Just a minute. Everybody got excited about the pictures. What's your name? There you go. That's a good thing to do because you've put her on a mission, haven't you? Did she enjoy that? That's, and it's on your list. So you're saying this is our list, and that's writing for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Okay, three ways to really become more creative, folks, is you can dramatically tell stories to children without reading them. You can make up songs, and you can read dramatically. So you can do this in your classrooms. Do it, and you're going to find that you're a happier person inside. This is a videotive that I don't think that we... We don't have time. I was just going to show you. It shows a, the, the, the little kids. Um, as I, I, I can't play it. But um, what does the word creativity mean to you now? Fun. Fun? Okay. What is What are some other things? Fun, you bet. Express myself. Express yourself. What? Exciting or try? Exciting. Exciting. Look at what you put on your def- on the paper. If it's changed, good. Um, I do want to show you that I didn't have time to teach you all about the creative process, but on your handout I have it there. So look at your handout, and I just want to tell you that this is Torrance's Four characteristics of the creative process. Mm-hmm. And I have the definition. So the toddler room, why it was creative was because it was original, 
they had choice, flexibility, they could talk to each other, and if they wanted to add something to it, they could embellish it. On the back, it, it talks a little bit about it too. Yeah, on the front it has why, and on the back it has the definitions. And then talks about young children's creative abilities, and then some, uh, some quotes that are good. Let's go ahead and just sing maybe the first verse of this. Is, it, it's the process, even though y'all know it. It's if you're happy and you know it. Ready? Let's go. It's the process, not the product, that's the key. It's the process, not the product, that's the key. So much more when allowed to explore. It's the process, not the product, that's the key. Now let's just do the last two lines. Thoughts and feelings come into play when kids express themselves this way. And the last one is... Creative kids lead the way to solve the problems of today. It's the process, not the product. That's the key. Have this, sing this with families. That was made for families. Okay? You were born an original, don't die a copy. Thank you. And I think that's it. Let me draw for... Let me draw for the door prizes. I have little bags, and I have one, one larger one. There's four. So let's see who gets a door prize. Oh, I also have some songs, original songs that if you would like me to send to you. Um, I had participants write some songs. So if you would like me to send you those, I will be glad to, and you, you would have some original songs. It's, they were creatively written. If you put yes, would you all like to have some songs? Yes. You would? Okay. Who does not want me to send them songs? Janet Duran, you get first. I tell you what, it, it, let me just get your, because it just sounds like I'll send them to you. How about that? I don't want to send you something you don't want. Net, net, is that net, N-E-T, T-H-I? How do you say it? Net. Thank you. Okay, here they are. Pick whatever one you want. And Maria Gutierrez, that's you. All right. And the last one is Natalie Auger. Yay! Okay, thank you all. Have a great day.